Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, episode 492 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and on today's show, I'm so excited to have my wonderful wife, Miss Drop Target Danielle herself. How are you doing? Hello. I'm doing pretty awesome. Bonjour. Uh, I first of all just wanted to say thank you so much to Mr. Jeff Teolis and Marty Robbins, who were kind enough to have me on the final round. Honey, what did you think about that? I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. I was laughing most of the time. Um, yeah, I got, it was great. Now, one thing you had mentioned earlier is you thought that there could be a good drinking game that someone could play with it. We did, we're not going to give away any spoilers. You guys should go listen to that on TPN if you haven't listened to it yet. But tell us a little bit about that. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, there was one uh, little sentence that you kept repeating multiple times and we were sort of getting a kick out of it and thought that it would be fun to have a little drinking game every oh what uh that being said it would make a good drinking game that being said uh i was a little bit tired a little bit drunk and possibly uh you know i was i was having a fun time i was having a fun saturday night and i used a lot of filler words sorry guys but still calm as a peanut that was my favorite i loved your meme that you put there i don't know why I, i you know, I was drawing a blank. I don't know why I thought peanuts were calm. I don't know, but it, it, it made me giggle and and I hope everyone else enjoyed it too. I hope they did. Now today, you know, I've, we're not going to be giving you that type of level of uh, podcasting journey, but the couple things we want to talk about today, give everybody a little homestead update. Uh, before that, though, I didn't want to remind everybody that this Sunday... Um, two days from today, when this podcast goes out, it'll be April May twenty fourth. Thank you, thank You're you. Welcome at Chocolate Lake Hotel. We're going to be having a, uh, I believe it's a Stern. I don't know. It's it's it, they're mostly modern Sterns that are there. We're having like some type of Stern tournament. It's not obviously a, a circuit tournament, but we're really hoping to get sixteen players. I know John. Great Witch, Green, Great, Great Witch, I believe is his name. He is organizing it. It is up on IFPA, of course, if you wanted some information. But if you're listening to this pinball podcast right now and you're anywhere on the East Coast of Canada and you're considering coming, I would love to see you there. I'm very excited to be going. I was going to be going to a collectible show in Moncton uh, and setting up a table there, but instead I've canceled on that. And instead, I'm going to be going to the pinball tournament because get ready for a big round of applause. We sold the one-up arcade. Is that such great news? That's fantastic news. Uh, I know you're really going to miss playing Whitewater on there. Whitewater? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was the game that was really sucky. Oh, no, I really liked Arabian Nights on that game. Well, let's try to get in one last game tomorrow morning. Or sorry, tomorrow night before uh, we have to pack it up Sunday morning. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, my favorite game on there is Attack from Mars, and same with Owen. And Hayden's favorite game is actually Medieval Madness. But I do like those are the three we play the most by far. Junkyard never got played. Whitewater, the lag is just it. It's unplayable. Yes. That I mean, I'm not you know I'm not trying to be rude. I still think it's a great deal. And for the dude you know who's getting it for six hundred and fifty dollars, I lowered the price because I hadn't sold for a week. So. Uh, and who knows, maybe he sold, maybe it got sold because he heard me show about it on the show. I don't know. You never know. But anyways, go, everyone go listen to the final round. Thanks so much, Marty and Jeff, for having me on. I'm sorry I rambled on a bit too much, but I mean, I pretty much do do that whenever I'm really tired or drunk or both. 
yeah, but if people are listening to your podcast, then they're sort of probably used to that. So it's not like oh, okay, that. okay, all right. Let's move on. I got lambasted enough already by those guys. No, I'm just kidding. It they're is very really fun, though. All right, so just really quickly, uh, I've got about 10 questions here, so we don't want to spend too long on any of them, but kind of just tell everybody what you've been up to for the last year because people like to you know keep up with you because I would always give updates on you, and you'd come on the show what, every month or two back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least pop in shortly. So kind of what have you been up to in the last year since I've been doing the podcast? Um, well, last year I was working as an educational assistant um, for the school board. And this year I am working as a long-term supply teacher. Working with grade sevens. Wow. You are brave. Challenging age group, let me tell you. You are brave. Wow. So that's like Owen last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. A bunch of 12 and 13 year olds. Okay. So well puberty and all those fun changes. Oh geez. <laughs> well, thank you so much for educating the young. And honestly, on a more personal note, thank you for going to work full time every day. My most difficult day at home, you know, I might have issues with the goats or you know, whatever. Like today I was chopping down a tree and uh, you know, I was getting exhausted and it started pouring rain and I was getting tired and the tree was getting stuck on every possible other tree as I was getting out of the woods, but it still was a much more enjoyable day than having probably. And now I know you do like the kids and you have good days from time to time, but also other days it's challenging. So thank you for doing that full-time grind. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. So uh, what else other than that? What other like type of hobbies or like, you know, what other stuff we doing with the, we'll talk more about the company later, but just that's your main career change. Yes. Um, I don't know. Not a whole lot else going on. I mean, you, you like antiquing. Like, that's kind of, you like antiquing and travel. They're, are they kind of your two biggest? Yeah. And well, there's um, a roller disco coming up in about a month that I'm excited to go to. In Moncton? In Moncton at the okay. Coliseum. There's a roller derby game and then, yeah, roller disco afterwards. So that should be fun. And you're maybe going to try strapping on skates again for the first time? I think I might. I'm full gear up and ready to rip. Okay. Well, be careful. Be careful. At least you're not like a gym teacher or something. So if you do get like a sprained ankle, you could still teach uh, French or history or whatever, right? So Yes. All right. It'll be good to see you out there. I just take it easy your first time out because you and I both are kind of injury prone, especially when I'm skateboarding or you're, uh, I mean, you got injured several times when you were doing roller derby before to the point that you just couldn't do it ever again. Funny enough, though, I never sustained a concussion from roller derby. <laughs> that took working at a school with kids shooting basketballs. Yeah. So after I got about 20 concussions through the years between snowboarding inline aggressive uh rollerblading and primarily skateboarding um you finally had your first couple about a year ago what do you think you think those 20 concussions uh may is that the way the reason the i am the way i am i mean i'm sure it's a factor nah i'm just a weirdo <laughs> i'm just her, a weirdo her other factor the concussions probably don't help no um i was i mean i'm a narcissist anyway so I, I, I kind usually. I'm not going to argue with you about that. Okay, but I'm okay. But am I a, at least a lovable narcissist some of the time? Some of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, oh, this is really cool. Why is it that you encouraged me? I think it was about two months ago. You actually said to me, I think you should start doing the podcast again. Why is it? Do you remember why you even encouraged me to start doing that again? 
Um, I don't, but I think maybe I felt that maybe you were just in a better place and I felt that it was starting to, you know, make you happy talking about pinball and, and whatnot. Is that, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I think that's what was going on. I think that you had heard me kind of bring it up a couple times that I had thought of trying to come back. And I think that you, you knew that my main fear was what would I do differently? And really not much has changed so far, even though as many of the pinball nerds heard on past number 500, so eight from now uh, or seven from now, depending on when you're listening, I guess uh, we're number. Yeah. It's, yeah. Eight from now. Uh, I'm going to start mixing it up. Now I might still recruit, mixing it up and doing video and Hayden has promised to do video editing. He did, uh, you know, a rap, a friend of his did a rap video and he did all the editing for that. And then uh, he did a grade 12 project as well, where he did a great job editing. So I think that he could actually help me with that a lot. Do you think a lot of what I do on the show here, especially like when I'm going on a trip to say, I'm going to Yagpin or say I'm going to any big tournaments. Don't you think that just so good would work as a video blog? I do. And I know I've said that before, because I know even sometimes you've done the podcast where like the one day you were making breakfast, you know, and you were talking while making breakfast or, you know, you're doing it while you're like out hanging out with the goats or something like that. And I think like you're talking about it anyway. And I think that you're um, the people that are listening, I think would also be intrigued by actually watching you do the different things that you do because it's cool to like listen up to it. But I think just adding that visual, I think would be like additional entertainment to your, to your listeners. Well, I, I have to agree. So thank you. You're welcome. It's almost like I paid her to say that. No, oh, I just thought of that off the top of my head. So pay, I paid her in smiles, hugs, and high fives. Also, if you're real lucky, I'll bring you to A&W for a sausage and egg room. That's the best currency. There you go. Hey, we already have our own good coffee, so that's the nice part. We don't have to rely on other people for good coffee anymore. It's great. Um, All right. So the next question is, uh, especially some of the East Coasters might be wondering why, quite often, if we go play a big tournament out of town, you usually don't actually play pinball with us. Is it because you just hate pinball? No, I don't hate pinball. But usually, like, we'll go... We'll do, we'll be there for like an hour doing warm up. And honestly, like that's all the time that I really need like to play. And then I'm good because once, especially if we're in a new town, because I like to go like to different cafes. I like to go antiquing. I like, you know, just exploring that new area yes, as and- opposed to just like hang out in someone's basement playing pinball. <laughs> no offense, you know, but. So pinball for you is like, say, I don't know, five out of 10 fun, but you getting to go to your two, your two places you always seek out if they have them are either a really good ice cream or milkshake place or a good donut place. Yes. You're the donut queen. Well, yeah, I, I, those are two, you know, things that I really (laughs) enjoy. Um, And if given the opportunity and I'm in a new town and I have the chance, then yeah, that's definitely something I want to pursue. Um, but no, I don't, I don't hate pinball. Like I, I enjoy, I do enjoy playing it. Um, but it's, I'm not like super competitive with it and I'm not like super into like tournaments or whatever, but. Okay. Don't get mad at me. I'll flip it once in a while. What's up? I'll flip you once in a while. Okay. Don't get mad at me. Okay. Check this out. Can I, can I kind of put the spotlight on you here a little? Sure. 
How many pinball tournaments will you commit to before the end of the year this year? One, two, or three? One. What? I don't know. Okay, wait. <laughs> one really one hard. minimum or like one maximum? I'll go to the ones in Moncton because For sure. I've been there a lot. Yeah. And yeah. We love Moncton, but you've been there. I mean, it's an well, hour away, it's so not, we see it yeah, every weekend. It's not like it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll still definitely go to Halo while we're there because that's like the best donut. Shout out. Halo Donuts, <laughs> Moncton. Fantastic. Um. I'll commit to doing those. Can you, How about okay. that? I like that, but can you try, can you like, you got to do at least, I like that. I like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe one in Halifax. We've been to Halifax quite a bit. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right. I'll take that. That's, I, that's not bad. Now the one tournament I know you'd actually like to play in just kind of cause it's so far away would be Yegpin, but you can't actually make it to Yegpin because of the fact that your sister is coming in from France and it's, it happens to be the week right after that. So there's no way you could be gone for like a week, you know, even, especially with our kids at home for three or four days, right? Which, you know, they're, yeah. they're teenagers, they're fine home alone. But so next year, would you love to come to Yagpen and check out Edmonton with me and also play in maybe the main tournament and the women's? You don't have to play in like the five side tournaments, but. Yeah, I, I would consider it for sure. Because you've heard me talk about Pemberg like probably enough for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And this is like Canada's mini version of Pemberg. So if there's going to be one tournament, I really want you to check out and being drop target Danielle, you're really, really good at like, that's not just a name I have for you. It's not just a cutesy little name. Like you genuinely would gravitate, gravitate towards playing like jungle princess or something kind of older, a little bit slower with a lot of drop targets. Yeah. I, I do like the older games. Right. So when, if you were to come with us, say like on Sunday to chocolate Lake in Halifax, we're going to be playing on, I think, like about half of them are newer Sterns, at least. There might be a lot, you know, a couple 90s machines, but I don't believe there's any EMs unless they change it up. I've never seen any old machines there. I think the oldest I've ever seen is like Adam's Family. No, maybe yeah. uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Like early 90s games. Exactly. But yeah, you're right. Other, I, I, I enjoy playing them, but sometimes they're just, there's like too much going on for me or they're just like too fast and I just, I'm not skilled enough to to handle it it's not only I, I think that you're being a little bit modest because the more modern pins that we've had at our house that you've got used to the speed and knowing where the stuff like the balls come out of and stuff like once you've got used to a more modern pin you get better at it yeah, but just yeah. but the chocolate lake there's like five machines you've hardly ever played yes so anyways i think that maybe we should go stay at chocolate lake and practice on those machines a little more um I almost said that being said, but I didn't say it to everyone staying at home drinking. <laughs> I did not say it that one time. So here's the, the biggest part. I want to do a quick rundown with you on the homestead in the last year, because there's been some great things that have happened and a couple of things that are a little bit sad, but that's okay. You know, sad things are part of homesteading. So let's, I'm going to start with, uh, let's start with our bees. Okay. Cletus, our queen. What's going on with our beehive? Unfortunately, our entire hive died due to, well, we had a thaw back in February and then probably a week later it was like minus 20. And I think because of that giant fluctuation, they just unfortunately didn't survive. And she was going into her third year. So as a queen, it's not, 
usually they would try to make another queen before then to, to take it over. As far as we know, it was still and the original queen. And it's possible they so. did. We don't know. They may have. But... They may have seceded that queen and had a new queen and she just came out a bit too early or something. And if she had died and she came out too early to... The winter was just like so harsh. Oh, it was minus and... 20 for like three days in a row, like less than a month ago after the bees had already been up and going out to try to find pollen for three or four days. So that was difficult. Next, we have to go on to the second most difficult thing. Uh, Mr. Luke, one yes. of our, my favorite goat for a very long time, Leia's brother, unfortunately had to leave because... Well, he was just getting a little too aggressive with Darth and Chewie because they're getting a little bit bigger now and they are wanting to eat, you know, the feed. Mm -hmm. And he was just getting, He saw them as competition. Yeah, and he was just, you know, getting very possessive and of of that and being a little bit aggressive with them. And they're still quite small. They're only two months old. So we just felt in their best interest and in his too that, you know, it was time for him to find a new home. Um, so he's been gone for a couple weeks now and, but he's at a beautiful 150 acre, uh, farmstead right along the ocean. Very nice gentleman who also happens to be a lobster fisherman. He came here, he had like really nice hay all set up for her mm -hmm. or him. And he even said, if you want Luke and Leia to be teamed up again, when you're ready to sell Leia and the babes, let us know. And it's been very hard for us, but we think that were most likely, and I haven't mentioned this on any of the previous shows, even though we've been talking about this, Yeah, we're probably going to be selling the goats. We're most likely going to sell the goats because... Yeah, so we'll try we, our best. We tried it for, uh, what, three years now? We've been goat farmers, two and a half? Yeah, it'll be three in the fall. Yeah. So it was, you know, we've, we promised that when we moved out here to the coast, we would throw everything at the wall, so to speak, as far as homesteading and see what worked. And we just think that you either have to choose, you're going to be goat people and you're going to start getting more and more bucks and you're going to get more and more babies and you're going to become basically, you know, either a milk farm, a, you know, a cheese producer, a, a, a butter producer, get certified, do all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. or just start selling the babies and you do this like full-time, 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 or you have to go a different route. We've decided for us, for the amount of time and energy that we're going to pursue a couple of the other things on our homestead here, unfortunately. Yes. I don't think that's a bad thing, though. I mean, we tried it, right? I don't think it's a bad thing. I just feel like, I feel like Luke and Leia, I thought this in my head for three years. I thought this was going to be their forever home. And every time I walk them four or five times a day, and I, I mean, I've spent more time with Luke and Leia like mm -hmm. legitimately than all of my other friends combined over the past three years. And he, they're basically like my coworkers, you know, like they don't mean more to me than like you or the boys or even any of my friends. Yeah. But it's going to be severely different. The good news is I'm going to have a lot more time and energy for like planting a lot more crops this year and spending a lot more time and energy just doing things for our company, including some other good things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Now that we've mentioned some negatives, we'll, we'll go right in the middle and we'll net, well, I do have to mention probably the worst. Our cock Larry passed away, but I mentioned that already on final round. So we don't have to go into too many details, but he had been sick for some time. and Yeah, he had been struggling with some type of infection for, I, well, I think, since September. But um, we have done quite a few. We had done everything within our power to try to fix him. And we, I have been trying yeah. to put like just everything from ginger in his water to like feeding him rice with turmeric to attempting to 
to, you know, try to put uh, um, a homemade bomb on it and like. It's sad, but all things considered, I think he had a. He a lived fair, for several like a, years, a and he life. he had a lot of girlfriends, hon. Oh yeah. Oh geez, he had a he enjoyed his time with them. He was very satisfied. I just wish I knew his, the last time I'd get to hear his cockadoodle do, because almost every time I took the goats for a walk when I was about a hundred meters away, he knew it was his turn to rule rule the roost, and he would give a good cockadoodle like a really good loud one you could mm -hmm. it echoed all the way through the valley across the river all the way through homesteadia and now you know we won't get to hear him again so that was i mean that was even harder than the other any of the other chickens that had passed for me because i was closest to larry i picked him up the most we chose him out of all the other males because he was the kindest but let's go on to positive things the good news is all of our other females are doing well they're laying what four to six eggs a day right now maybe maybe five on average well, we, only, we have five chickens, so that's the most we would get. But yeah, we well, yeah, have hard for them to lay six. <laughs> yeah. Think, yeah, we're okay, so like three or four. four, three to four eggs a day. Or if you're someone who possibly is forgetful and you forget to check one day, you might find six the next. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so the chickens are doing well. The chickens I would always have. The bees we don't know if we're going to do again. Goats I don't think we would do again. But I want to plant so many more crops this year. That's what's happening with us. Also, we're going to be attending the Pugwash Market. We're going to be the regular cafe there that does, hopefully, exclusively their coffee and their tea now that we have a coffee brand. Now, I did do a quick commercial about our coffee a couple weeks ago. Did you? Uh, not even a couple weeks ago. I think it was actually last week. And even though a week later, not one coffee, and I didn't expect, you know, I know with, you know, having a degree in marketing myself, it quite often does take three times of you hearing about a product before someone buys it. And let's be honest, people are financially in a tough spot. Plus every pinball nerd listening isn't also a freaking coffee nerd or this could be called the coffee nerds. Wait, it'd be called the coffee beans podcast. Uh, but anyways, there was a very nice gentleman. I'm not going to mention their name, but they were, they're the man because they, went in there and they purchased one light roast and one dark roast. Mm -hmm. They're going to be getting, as promised, uh, not only a drop target in Yellow Pinball Nerds podcast trading card, kind of a promo card. We're still working on fine-tuning them, making them look better. But we have some of your promos left. They're going to get one of my promos. And they're also yes. going to get a hologram sticker because they ordered two packs. I didn't think anyone ordering would order two packs. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. So without you know telling too much about our company, we, we make, let's say, about $4 profit on average per coffee we sell. Is that correct? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Maybe slightly more, slightly less, depending on how much we spend on the packaging and the shipping and everything else. And that will be slightly different depending on what part of the United States or Canada they live in. But this awesome dude from the States ordered it. And let me tell you, I'm so excited because now that means this podcast, as we're coming up to 500 shows, I've now made approximately We'll say even even $9 rounded up, maybe even to about 10 total. Mm -hmm. So $10, that means I've got paid two cents, That's two cool. pennies for every show. And I know what you're thinking. You're monetized. It's only two cents, Orby. I get it. It's only two pennies. But you know what? I don't care if it's next month or the month after, the month after that. One of y'all listening to me talking about our awesome coffee brands is eventually going to go, whoa, I got to try this awesome coffee. Or someone who orders it is going to reorder, and it's going to be great because it's been a hit at our main store in Amherst, yes. at Dale's Market, the Mosaic Market. It's been a big hit in Turo. It's been a huge hit with uh, even your family came over for Easter. 
Yes, and even the kids at school will talk to me about it, too. How much they love it? Well, they're just like, oh, Mrs. Angar, Mrs. Angar. Because they saw, like, the, the cover of the <laughs> They ma- saw you on the newspaper. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty cup? cool. You're, like, you're basically an all-star now. Now, I didn't say it very eloquently, but let's talk very quickly, just maybe 20 seconds each. Give me the hit me up with the commercial. Tell me, like, the two different brands, and, and they're two different brands, and what's different with the roasts and what they would be better for. All right, so the light roast is called City Lights. That's Wait, my favorite. Yes. Um, do you want me to tell about the name? Sure. Okay, so the name comes from City Lights Bookshop in London, Ontario, which is probably Albert's and I's go-to for used books. And comic books. And comic Go books. visit there and visit my best friend, Mr. Eric Norwood, and yes. say Albert said hello if you're from London. Used books uh, and like records and music as well. Really cool stuff. Um, yeah, really so cool stuff. that's our light roast. And is... wonderful pornography section. Okay. If if And if you choose to get one with the pages stuck together, it's 50% off. That's just gross. I'm sorry. I'm just um, kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not true. But there is there is a wonderful, I mean, I, not that I would go in that, that section because I'm not like that, but I've seen others over there. So that one's nice. It's light. It's great. Uh, ground down really fine and like uh, as an espresso. And then we have our Bean Me Up, which is a medium roast. Um, and it's full bodied. It's got some great flavors. And yeah, it's great uh, as an espresso or as a drip coffee too. And what we really loved about these is we did the exact same thing. So we're not actually roasting it. We picked our favorite roasters here in Nova Scotia, our favorite roasters, in fact, on the entire East Coast, I would say that we've ever tried, uh, the Laughing Whale, because, and this is a great thing to announce here on Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, by the way, baby. Happy Earth Day. Earth Day high five. Yeah. Um, Wait. People shouldn't be listening to this podcast because then it's using energy and it's bad for the planet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Laughing Whale is, uh, they use eco roasting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they use offsets or if they have solar. I'll have to look into that better. Do you remember from reading it? No, I don't. But, but it's eco roasted, which is good. That's a good thing. It's also certified organic, which is very important. No pesticides, no herbicides. Also, the flavor is better that way. And fair trade. So... Yes, certified fair trade also. So that's even better. You make sure that all the, the people doing the coffee are getting paid. And if anyone listening right now, so like the awesome gentleman who just ordered, it's $22 per, that's enough to do between 20 to 30 cups, depending on if you're doing espresso or drip. Yes. So let's say you're just doing drip like most people do. You probably get up to about 30 cups, especially when you're doing larger mm-hmm. roasts at once. Not if you're just doing all like single, like little cups probably, but you're getting 30 and then the cool part is what what did the total come to to order two it's like 44 plus 18 came to 62 dollars i think with taxes and shipping and everything yes okay so 62 bucks and they're going to get 60 cups of coffee Mm -hmm. and it's going to taste and be healthier and better for the planet than anything you get at starbucks now if you do go to a local roasters already i'm not going to tell you to never go to them again but maybe one time once i've done 500 episodes you go on there, who knows someone's birthday that's coming up who's a coffee nerd. You go and you order it because you're not only going to get three free Pinball Nerds podcast trading cards, including the hologram, mm-hmm. but you're probably going to get a personalized note from us. And more importantly, you're going to get a shout out on the show. And also, whoever orders the next freaking thing, it'll mean I've made three cents. Every time someone orders a coffee, and eventually someday, I will have made like a dollar per show or something by the time I get to a thousand episodes. That would be great. I'll take it. Uh, and who cares? I mean, I said if I was going to come back and do the show that I was going to shell, shell, shell at least a little bit. 
and I did, but I don't want to be sitting here going, give me stars, give me stars all the time, give me stars. Oh, you got to go pay for my Patreon or you got to go buy, no, you know. because that's annoying. That's annoying. You don't want to be annoying, but, you know, maybe from time to time. At I'll least do... you're getting something from buying exactly. this. Exactly. You're going to buy coffee anyway, <laughs> so why not get the, the most curated, best two single origin coffees combined? Why not do it? Just go do it. So if someone wanted to order real quickly, we've got less than a minute. How would they order? Um, they can link uh, to our store through our Facebook page, Angry Alpaca Tea. Um, and just, yeah, on there at the Squarespace site, you can order our coffee. Our teas are also up on the site as well. And then we have uh, shipping options for United States and Canada. Yeah. And what I highly recommend is if, if they're not sure which roast they'd like better to order one of each, because then it brings the shipping cost is unfortunately 18, whether it's one or two coffees. So if you order two, yeah, there's just a base shipping right. for the coffee. Because if not, you're paying about a buck fifty per coffee. But you can bring it all the way down like by 50% to like a basically a buck by ordering one of each. So yeah. anyways, I love you, pinball nerds. Thank you so much. And if you're new here, I promise there will be more pinball content on the next show. Honey Bunny, we ran out of time, but we were going to talk a little bit more about the pinball nerds uh, trading cards. So come back another time and we will talk about that in the future because we're still working on those, aren't we? Yes. All right. Well, I love you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for putting up with me. You're, You're a rock star. Until next time, say it with me. Remember to eat, eat sleep, sleep, and, and breathe. breathe. Pinball. Pinball.